no, don't drink coffee. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Don't drink coffee right now. I had to drink coffee, man. I fell asleep while watching Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> I love the role that Pokemon has in your life now. It's so funny. Great. I was watching Pokemon with my daughter, and I fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep while watching Pokemon. It's so nice. Yeah, she was like, oh, my God, it was great. I'm like, you're right. It was something. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's such a dad thing of you to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later, and she's like, I can't believe he felt it's just the best episode ever. What is he doing? <laughs> what is his problem? What is pro- doesn't appreciate true art. <laughs> it's yeah. true. I don't. Yeah. I, I guess I don't. No, you don't. Uh, all right. It's obvious. Welcome to Words for Dinner, the podcast tickles your nostrils like all the pollen in the air right now i'm mike and i'm max and yes wow it is that time of year isn't it mm-hmm. the little the dust from the trees the little grass boogers yep it's that's basically what it is boogers from Look, plant life listen let's just be honest because this this podcast is explicit it is yeah it's it's plant babies. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, it's plant pre-babies. Dude, do you remember when we did some early episodes and, and we would do them at like what felt like three in the morning and we were just yeah. basically like cross-eyed? Yep. This could be one of those episodes, man. This could be, man. I'm feeling like it's, that. It is not yet three in the morning, but no. we definitely said that we would start an hour and ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we did. we did. And we did not start an hour and ten no, we minutes did not. ago. Instead. God. We just talk to each other. How did that happen? I don't know. We're the worst. Yeah, but, but yeah, dude. So I'm excited. This episode is about the world viral. Mm. Um, man, it's just it, this podcast will just once you hear about it, you listen to it, and then your friends are listening to it. Next thing you know, everybody's listening to it. And the best way to make sure that your friends catch a good case of words for dinner. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Is to share on your social media site of choice. Right. Our Twitter handle, which is at words for dinner. Mm-hmm. That's words, the number four, dinner. Mm-hmm. Share our email address, mm-hmm. wfdpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also share a link to where you can find this podcast, which is our hosting site, podbean.com. But you can also find us on iTunes, you can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Stitcher. Man, where? And you can find us on a lot of different sites that steal RSS feeds from those. And I did find out recently that we are on a uh, popular app for the Apple, like Apple computers and iPhones. Um, It's an app that you can like organize and listen to your podcasts. And it takes RSS feeds from iTunes and other places. Oh, nice. And we are on there. I can't remember the name of the thing. It's not because, Overcast, like, is it? It might be Overcast. You know what's interesting? Because that's my podcast yeah. app, like Buzz Marketing right go. now, right? I'm just mentioning yeah. Overcast. So they didn't pay us, although yeah. they're welcome to. That's um, true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's a good. It's a good app. I just use it. Whatever. Like I think. Yeah. I think podcasting apps have come a ways. You know, for in the last mm-hmm. couple of years, and like, yeah. you just search for it, man, and it pretty much finds whatever you want. So like, yeah, I just search for us, and boom, we're we're there. 
Yeah, and I do want to say, too, that, like, we are still being found by people that we know intimately, yeah. specifically a yeah. friend of ours. Uh, I would say, like, you've definitely hung out with him a lot more than us, our friend Ian. Oh, yeah. Uh, or than <laughs> yeah. I have, excuse me. Our friend Ian just found out about the yeah, podcast. Ian's on board so now. He's he's all like, what happened? And I'm like, well, you're not doing a good job following us <laughs> you need to pay attention to our lives more yeah come on buddy yeah just get with the times dude right the times are now the times are viral mm. the times are words for dinner <sighs> yeah it's 100 yeah. percent what's going on man yeah. and like so it catches slowly but once it hits that mm-hmm. critical point then everybody's yeah. caught it yeah, and there's been a few times now, and I want to shout out thanks to all the people who have been downloading our episodes and listening. Um, by the time we're recording this, I think uh, Poindexter just went live, mm, right? Right. Um, so, you know, thank you to also everybody. Also, Assault, on the, Assault too. Uh, well, well, by the time that they listen to this, Assault will be up there, right? Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. But uh, by the time we're recording this, we haven't put Assault up yet. Oh, right, right. right? I got gotcha, you, got gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but my point is, is that with Poindexter and Popcorn, right, both of those episodes on the days they were released got a bunch of hits, right? And we got a bunch of downloads, and we yeah. have a pretty steady, solid following. Um, it's a small one, right? But you know what? Do you want a dinner party of a thousand people? No. Yes. No. Yes, we <laughs> Wait, do. You do. Oh, you we do? do. We do. Okay. But You're right. we but we love <laughs> intimate dinner parties too. <laughs> you know what? That's true. You really were. You know what? You, those intimate dinner parties. That's where really mm-hmm. everybody breathes the same air. You know what? Exactly. And if you don't wash exactly. your hands, next thing you know. Man, yep. this is going to be this. I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody in advance. I'm just taking this. I just can't do anything with this analogy besides just say gross things. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't help it. Well. Also, too, like basically, we are the epitome of what a dad joke is. Right? We can't, we can't stop it. Right? It's just every every episode is just filled. It's chock full yeah. of dad jokes. Yeah, it's chock full. So, That's I'm proud of it, though, dude. And you, and you know too. what? Um, I forgot to mention this to you. We do have uh, my friend Simon, who yeah. uh, you, I don't think you know, but who discovered us as well. Uh, this, oh, that's th- over this last one, yeah. So Ian and yeah. Simon both discovered us, and I have some comments from Simon. They are all positive. Oh, um, that's lovely. He loves it. That's really lovely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Simon. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Have, wait, was he an old roommate of yours? Yeah, he was. Okay, I think I might have met him once. Oh, maybe you did. Maybe you did. But yeah. But anyway, but thank you, man. Like, thanks for the positivity. And like, honestly, like, let us know, like, if Simon or anybody out there who's listening, you know, is interested in shooting us a message or. Uh, like leaving us some feedback on you know iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, please go right ahead. Right, we really appreciate it, um, and it helps us kind of become more viral. This is really good. Man, yeah. This is a good choice because yeah. we're just going to talk about ourselves the whole time. Yeah, and it's basically it's great. And by the end, I, everybody's going to be like, "Oh wow, this podcast must yeah. be listened to by like forty thousand people at least." And it's like yeah. we want to encourage that perception of this mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Uh, so. Mainly, I wanted to talk about myself because, mm-hmm. as you know, <laughs> as you know, I just turned 30. Yeah. So we are both officially th- over three decades dude, old. Dude, shit, man. I know. Congrats, I know. dude. And so there's three decades of wisdom, right? Wow. I, to be to be fair, though, I don't remember like the age of like six to like 14. Yeah. So I'm working a little behind there, but... <laughs> Those eight years are kind of missing. It's just bits and pieces. You know, I'm not sure why. It's nothing but, that know. important. Yeah. I remember like four a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five maybe. A, no, I don't remember five. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah. five to 14. Mm-hmm. 
dude. Thirteen, fourteen, dude. nine years. Oh man, I gone. That's a big one, dude. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's been interesting. Um, yeah. there's been some ups, there's been some downs, yeah. been some highs, been some lows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But honestly, it didn't feel. It doesn't feel that much different than twenty. Yeah, it never and, does. You know, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean twenty. I felt like there was a lot of changes in my life at 29. Mm. So, like, when I look back at 29, mm. I will be looking back at a year that is rife with, like, different things going on in my life. Sure, you know? sure. But um, I hope 30 is positive, you know. I've been feeling – this year specifically, I've been feeling good, you know, mm-hmm. specifically in relation to this podcast, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I feel like we've been doing a good job. Uh, I feel like we are – Keeping the course of our goals that we set while also staying true to our consistency of making promises and never fulfilling them. (laughs) It's a a fine line to walk. Yeah, it is. It it is. And we're doing a great job. We are. Like, I know we recorded one, uh, um, like, uh, what are we calling them now? Snacks. Snacks, right? Or yeah, right. So we recorded one snack, yeah. right? I know we did up up until this point, but I have definitely sat down twice now oh. with the intention to record Ooh. snacks because we're gonna do them separately too. You know, we're gonna yeah, do yeah. our own and not done it. Oh, I I've literally like looked at the microphone which I keep like next to my computer, and I'm like, I'd have to plug you in. Yeah, you just don't want to do it. <sighs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I feel you, man. I'm gonna go to back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah. You know, so plugging yeah. it in. Yeah. So, uh, so viral, man. So, so let's start the episode this time with you telling me why you chose viral, right? What you're thinking about, and let's get let's get started. Let's you know dig in, right? We kind of played with our food for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sure, as usual. Know? Had a little conversation beforehand, maybe some pre, pre-dinner pre drinks. Mm. Oh, I love those. Just like in the cocktail the episode. Just like in the... Oh, man, that was... It was a fun one. I, I sometimes get flashbacks to it, and they're like very positive flashbacks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like, yeah, some flashbacks. Yeah, for sure. We were two sheets to the wind that entire time. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I haven't heard that uh, that turn of phrase in quite some time. Yeah, since, you were, since you were on your, your yacht... Last time? Mm, mm, yes. Yes, my yacht. Mm. Yacht? Mm, <laughs> in, the, in the man-made lake. <laughs> What's the anyway, closest uh, lake to, the, to you right now? Uh, the big uh, one. I don't know what the closest lake is. Oh, like, I mean, one of the, the closest great lakes yeah, yeah. Lake Michigan. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, that's the one. But, uh, oh, maybe. I think it's the closest right? one. That's the one that by Chicago, sense. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So tell me, why did you choose viral? All right, so why did I choose viral? Well, uh, you know, I came down with something a couple weeks ago. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's it's going to be bad, this episode. It's, it's going to be no, so bad. You know why it's going to be bad? I mean, bad? so good, but so bad. Right, no, it's going to be bad because like I can't let this like very just hackneyed analogy go, but also, like it's actually true. I started thinking about the word viral a little bit more because um, I was sick. <laughs> and I don't get oh. sick that often anymore. I'm not bragging. I'm just say, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Uh, I I feel like I can take pretty good care of myself. So when I get sick, it's notable. You know, it's like 
wow, oh, that hasn't yeah. happened in a while. This, I remember, this fucking sucks. This really blows. And like, <laughs> now what's interesting too is like, 34 years old, not a spring chicken. When I get sick, it's the same every time. Progress is the same way every time, which is really weird. Yeah. I get a sore throat. Then the sore throat, after about a day, it changes. and turns into a head cold. Then I have a head cold for like two days or so. And that's just miserable, right? Your nose is running. You're like bleary. People look at you and they're like, ugh. And they like walk away a little bit. <laughs> then it changes and it goes away and it goes, becomes a cough. And then the cough just lingers for like a fucking week. Ooh. So, yeah, it's pretty. So all this is to say I was sick. I was thinking about the word because... You know, whatever. I thought I had a virus or something. But then during that time, of course, also you think about the modern context. And it was just, it just sort of entered my life in that way. So, of course, the modern context, which we're going to talk about today, is, uh, is, is interesting. And I was thinking about that when I chose this word. I got to say, I was, I was like, man, you know, what's a word that people are going to want to talk about or going to want to hear us talking about? And, you know, it was relevant to their lives. So, I was going to ask you if you have any viral mm, videos, songs, I, <laughs> memes, things that have come up in your life recently. I was thinking about this. And, um, you know, there's a few. I don't, this is the thing. I think it also depends on your, your degree of internet usage, I got to say, right? Sure, because some sure. people are more tapped into the social media world than I am. Yeah. I'm not a huge yeah. social media user. I mean, both mm-hmm. of us, like, you're, you're, you're on our Twitter feed, which is like amazing. And, like, I do a little bit of Twitter, but not that much. And yeah. I don't use Facebook hardly ever. So it's like my my social meds is not really up to par, yeah. I got to say. So I don't think I get the same. It's not, like, tapped into the vein, you know what I mean? Yeah. However, there are some that you can't mix. The one uh, you can't miss, rather. The one that I'm thinking of, Gangnam Style. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty viral. It was viral, right? Th- yeah. I think I think it was interesting because I think one of the things that, we, that I – saw or looked up is um somebody who was like upset with the way people are using the word viral yeah you know like as a metaphor we'll get to that no yeah no no no. they were like just i i'll share it now right so like um this guy alan rosenblatt Mm -hmm. uh it's up on medium that's a made-up name you can you're such an asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, he uh, he just like posted that um that, like somebody disagreed with him. I'm not 100 percent sure what the context is okay. because the site is not um or this part is not clear. Okay. But he basically makes the argument that uh when you use the word viral to talk about word of mouth campaigns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, like people who are pushing, like tell your friends about, I don't know, Avengers infinity war or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, tell your friends about that. And then, you know, so that more people go and see it. He says, those are not viral. They're just successful if they succeed. Right. Mm. Um, he, his argument is that viral does not mean large numbers of shares on social media. What it means is that the number of shares or the interaction with like the, the thing, right. The meme, the video, whatever grow without any help. Oh. Right. So like meaning meaning like if YouTube is pushing mm. Gangnam style, right? Yeah. Then the number of shares goes up, right? Yeah. I think um Oh, I like that I though. The, yeah. I think that I think like in that definition, 
the most viral video I know of would uh, is the music video like Friday. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> like I I, I don't Good know one, man. Dude. Like I don't I don't know how old our listening audience is, yeah. but I imagine they're pretty close to our age. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta remember the video Friday, right? That's a great that, like, example. Young girl. Yeah. Like doing the music video, sure, sure. like it's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Yeah, no, yeah, on. sure. Like, it's just she's in like the car, classic. And it's oh like, my god, right? <laughs> it's like she's encountered. It's so like she's good. She's it's like in her life, she's only experienced like Sunday through Thursday, yeah, or Saturday right? through Thursday. Right? She's like never had that day before. She's like it's, she doesn't even know how to say it. Really, she's just testing yeah. it out. No, I, I I have fond <laughs> memories of that song. Yeah. I will often have people play it. Oh, yeah. Like if if I'm out and we go somewhere mm-hmm. and like we're at like a house doing something on a Friday, yeah. I will definitely try and get that song played at some point. Oh hell yeah! It's dude. always a crowd favorite. Yo, I'm I'm gonna come over there. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a party mm-hmm. in your house. Your mm-hmm. daughter on Friday. Your daughter's gonna DJ. It's gonna be yeah. on a Friday, and she is mm-hmm. gonna psych up. She's gonna cue up that song, and yeah, we're gonna just party to it. We're just gonna have a good time. It's gonna be a lot of that and a lot of. Uh, like random kid songs, oh, yeah. along with my daughter's favorite song right now, which what is that? a song from, uh, uh, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the show right it's now. It's not Pokemon, is it? No, it's not Pokemon. Oh, I wish it was Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> though she does know all the words to all the like yeah, yeah. all the Pokemon themes so far. That's adorable. Oh my god, it's it's adorable. She actually is really like pretty sharp kid. Mm. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. Remember, Whoa. Yeah, Wait, yeah, what? Like, like the so, yeah, oh. the sh- the movie, right? Oh. So it is definitely not age appropriate. No. We definitely watched it together. Wow! And she loves the song at the end where uh, the plant goes, "I'm a mean green mother from outer space, and I'm bad," right? <laughs> and so, and and I say it like that. Whoa. I'm not singing it because I'm not a good singer. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, secondly, she also just says it. She doesn't yeah, sing it. She just says yeah, that she line just, she over and right. over sure. and over and sure. over again. Oh wow! She loves it. That's loves adorable it. too. So that's really a lot cool. of Disney, yeah, a lot of Disney songs, a lot of kids like kids bop versions of songs, uh, a lot of that, and then of course Friday. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I I I think like is I think that's an interesting take on the word, like focusing on it as a metaphor, yeah. right? And because he, because he's, he's suggesting that you strip the etymology from viral mm-hmm. when you use it in an incorrect way. And again, you know, I'm always suspicious of people who are like, "This is the right way to use a word. This is the wrong way to use a right. word." No, the, you know, I like there is only right and wrong. There is no gray. You get it? Bingo. Just like you. Bingo. There is a you. Yeah. You are my gray. Oh, stop it! I love that. It's nice. The, <laughs> the the correct response that, that you should have had would have been Mr. Gray will see you now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, if yeah. I was like a therapist or like a or mm-hmm. like a physician, I would definitely do that. You know, I'm not going to tell you why that joke was funny. No. So I'm not going to tell you. The, okay. Mr. Gray will see you now. I'm not going to tell you why that was funny. It went okay. over your head just now. I guess. Right? Yeah. I'm it not familiar. Completely, it, it completely went over your head. It is a reference. <laughs> To a mo- a a series of movies that was a series of books. Oh, um, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Harry Potter. But I, no, <laughs> no. But 
but it's not Harry Potter. What are you talking about? But I'm gonna leave it because I want I want fans, right, listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah. to just like pause the episode, <laughs> which they will gladly right? do at this moment. They're like, <laughs> pause thank God, the <laughs> and just laugh that yeah. that that you didn't get it because I feel oh, like, man, are you gonna tell me later? Not, I'll, I'll tell you off mic. Okay, I'll tell okay. you off mic. Yeah, nice. yeah, or off recording. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Because anyway. now I just feel like now I feel like like I I'm uh, missing on something cool. So, so I think it's because there's a slight age difference between us. Yeah, yeah. Right, and uh, could be my significant other enjoys that, like, or has an interest in those books and movies. It's not Doctor Who, not. is it? It's not Doctor oh, Who. Okay, I would tell you Doctor Who. Yeah. I would tell you. All right, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, so let's 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 talk about the word. Okay, right? okay. Well, let's you know what? <clears throat> you are right as usual. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do think Stop. I like that though. That like the uh, the example you gave about like you don't want to give it help, and then it's not mm-hmm. viral if you give it. Like if there's mm-hmm. an ad campaign behind it, is it still viral? And it's like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. see like kind of not because like yeah, mm-hmm. that's not viral. Is more of the people by the people. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I think it has to do also with. The etymology of the like where it comes from, which is virus, not bacteria. Sure, right. Sure, sure. Right, because I think like the big difference. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're you know if you are uh, a practicing medical practitioner, <laughs> yeah. And he, and the difference is more complicated than this. I'm I'm yeah. being really simple. Yeah, yeah. But my simple understanding is that a virus can spread by itself, mm. but bacteria needs a host to spread it. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure, sure. I I feel yeah. out of my depth as well in this area. Um man, if only I'm this was sure a live right. call-in show. We could we could take calls right now from doctors. They'd be Dude, like that'd be great. They'd be like, "Hi everybody. I'm Dr. Nick." And it's like, "Oh no. How <laughs> this, this is going off the rails." Um, but yeah, so I, I think that that's kind of the idea behind it, at least. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, this is one of those episodes where there's like a very closely related word, and that is virus, right? We're mm-hmm. talking about viral today. And the reason being yeah. what we just discussed, right? The whole, the modern context of viral being like, an, like a, a meme or a piece of media, a unit of culture, what, you know, whatever you want to yeah. call it, that explodes in popularity, right? So mm-hmm. that's why that's sort of our entry point today. But I was saying like virus, right? Yeah, you don't have viral without virus. So mm-hmm. viral is an adjective, but yeah. virus is a noun, and it of course mm-hmm. comes from this word virus. So we should probably start there, right? Okay, let's start. Let's there. start there. Because so, I didn't look up the word virus really much at all. I mean, I have it up, but like I didn't, I didn't look into it a, a lot. So I'm. I really want, like, I'm excited. Okay, good, good, good. Because actually, I think we should speak about it just a little and then move on to mm-hmm. our, our real real word. But, yeah, virus, okay, so it's a noun. So if we look at the OED, we mm-hmm. see it stems from, it starts, uh, it orig- originates in 1398. Mm-hmm. So this word's mm-hmm. been around for a while. And if you look, you look yeah. at viral, viral originates in 1948, you know? Yeah. Not that long and, ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna come back to Let's that come back because to I got a little I got a little upset doing some research ooh, ooh, earlier. Really? But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> really. Okay, so um, man, I'm, this is good. I like that. I'm looking forward to that already. <laughs> yeah, virus the noun. Um, so it's yeah. British. It's a British word. Um, it's fairly commonly used. 
it's borrowed from Latin, the Latin virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a little character over the eye. Do you know what that little flat little character is over it? Uh, it's like it's not an umlau. I don't know. We'll have to look this up another time. It's like one of those sort of like uh, not, little little markings that I, I'm not familiar with. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced virus. Virus. Okay. Yeah, but like I I don't I don't know what it's called either. I don't know what the what that symbol is called but i i looked up earlier the pronunciation and if i'm remembering it right it's it comes from the latin word virus oh virus okay yeah. all right cool cool that's awesome i learned something as you often do listening to words for dinner the podcast for ah. people. uh so all right <laughs> oh mm, yes so it comes from latin um and so I'm just going to read the etymology that the OED has here, which I think is all we yeah. really need to know about. It's about a paragraph of different yeah, like origins. So we got the Latin virus, which meant poisonous secretion, venom, virulent or malignant quality, right? That can also be pertaining to speech, which I find to be pretty interesting, too. Um, and they go on to add some other things it could mean in Latin. And these are gross. This is where it's going to get gross. Um, acrid juice <laughs> or element in something as affecting its taste or smell. Secretion. How about that word, huh? Yeah. How about how about a yeah. vivid, disgusting word there? Having medicinal yeah. or magical property. Magical. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting it. Now you thought it was gross, guys. Uh, it's it's going to get mm-hmm. more gross, right? Could also mean animal semen. Of course. <laughs> and and in post classical Latin, also human semen. <laughs> There you go. There you there have you it. Go. There you have so, it. Again, the the <laughs> proof that all words are either religious or sexual. Or sexual. That's it. There's just no. There's no fucking different. Like or both. Right. The, yeah. That's an option. This is yeah. No. There's no. Is there no happy medium, guys? Jesus. Come on. Throw me a bone here. All right. So and there's a few more. So besides, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, there, right? So besides <laughs> Latin, it's also uh, got an Indo-European base in Sanskrit. Yeah. Right? Visa, it means poison. Or in Avestan, it's also, the word is also visa, poison. Uh, in ancient Greek, there was a word. It, I don't want to try to pronounce it. It looks like <laughs> Greek characters, meaning poison. So it originally meant poison. Yeah. You know, as a, more generally speaking. Now, yeah. I won't go through all of the context that they've given because this is not our word, right? Yeah, but yeah. Um, I will, I have, I'm sorry, I just have to, the first one I have to talk about. And that's because it just came up for a brief moment. The yeah. first definition one under OED for virus, which comes from 1398. So this looks like mm-hmm. the first entry that starts the word, right? So this is an old word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is one of those old English phrases, but yep. it's, it, it basically is the definite the definition says that that's this is the one that refers to semen. Yeah. It's obsolete, it's rare, it's not used <laughs> anymore and I can't really begin to read this um this definition. But um Oh, oh. Okay. I, I know. I, I teased it. I teased it, but like I actually Oh god. All right. You want me you want me to get into it? Yeah, I mean, are you looking at it? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I you think you it? you gotta you gotta be the one to try it, man. I can't. I, can't I think do this. I think you keep forgetting like that that one signal, uh, um, signal. Sorry, that one letter that's in the second word, right? Yeah. So it's like that weird letter and then an e. That's a theta, so it's pronounced as a th. Oh. So it's among the gentles, right? Oh. So the it's gentiles? just the. 
No, the gentles. Red genitals. Oh, gen- genitals, right. And it explains, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So among the uh, gentles, on hate the pintle, veritum, in, in Latin, for it is a man, his own member, other for virus, come out thereof. <laughs> still, I gotta say, I still don't get it. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. among among the genitals. All right, sure. Uh, <laughs> among the all yeah, the many genitals, among, among all forty five of them. Jesus Christ. Uh, on which on which the see that's the one I don't yeah. get the pintle, pintle? Veritrum. I'm assuming Man. that is probably penis. Yeah, yeah right? which is on, really uh, funny. On which on which the penis <laughs> is laid. Oh, okay. okay. For it is a man, his own member. Mm-hmm. Other for virus come out of it. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, semen. I, I, I'm semen. All right, there you go. Sure. There you go. Sure. Fair enough. I'm, 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 I'm sure that our listeners woke up this morning and went, like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to listen to Virus. Yeah, yeah. And they're just going to talk about semen for 10 yeah, minutes. They, they knew what they were getting. A plus. They were like, A hey, plus. You know what they thought? They were like, ah, oh, it's a new day. I've been looking forward to the latest episode of Words for Dinner. What could possibly go wrong for me today? <laughs> Little did you know. Little did you know. All right. So, are you ready All to right. move on to the actual word? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's like keeping this idea of virus as um like as venom is mm. is kind of cool and important. Uh, I think it comes in with some other understandings of the word, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. virus then turns into which I think is important, like what we use it now mainly, mm-hmm. um, which is like a a disease, right? Or let's it's a um, it's an infectious, often pathogenic agent or biological entity, which is typically smaller than a bacteria, uh, which is able to function only within the living cells of a host animal, plant, or microorganism, and which consists of a nucleated acid mm. surrounded by a protein coat, mm. often with an outer lipid membrane. Oh, wow. I have no idea what that means. No, that is straight no up idea. bio. Listen, Max, I, like for a second, let's just... Let's not look at our listeners for a minute. And just talk me and you. Okay. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, dude. I I was not good at biology. No. Nor chemistry, for that matter. Me neither. Physics, I was okay at. I was okay no. at physics, actually. Really? I had a really great physics teacher. I really got into it. But chemistry, bio, uh-uh. No. Forget it, man. Uh-uh. I'm but same. Do not, do not tell our listeners. I mean, they cannot know. No, they'll lose respect that I have, for us. That I have flaws. Mm-hmm. They can't know. I won't tell. You tell them because I'm the same. They can, you can't tell them either. I, I will not. I don't I want them not. to know. Okay, let's look back at them. Hey, everybody. Oh, hi. We were oh. just talking. <laughs> Good thing uh, they didn't hear that. Yeah, right. Um, no, so, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, like that's the way we usually use it now is like, yeah. you know, a virus. It's also like uh, and we usually call the infection a virus like it's a viral infection or mm-hmm. it's just i have a virus mm-hmm. meaning that you have like a viral infection yeah but yeah, yeah it's a medical important. term yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're sick that's that's important because the first definition of viral is of the nature of caused by or pertaining to a virus or viruses so there you go yeah so yeah. Th- that's our starting point yeah right yeah um, I should mention that that beautiful old English sentence that Michael just read was by uh, an author named John Trevisa. Mm-hmm. Um, his book, the book was called, uh, where the, that context sentence came from, was called 
Barth- Bartholomeus Anglicus's De Pre- Proprietabus Rerum. <laughs> oh, man. You did a great job with that, man. Thanks. I mean, you just really, you just plowed through it. I knew it was bad halfway through. I'm going to get it done. Yeah, halfway through, I was like, this is a bad idea. I love it. All right, anyway, moving forward. Moving on. Viral. (laughs) Viral's an adjective. Yep. Um, So, 1948, right? This is a recent year. What happened? This word virus, the word virus is around for hundreds of years. Viral doesn't come around until 1948. What is the deal? Now, I think we could talk about this. I don't know if you have thoughts on that. To be honest, I think mm-hmm. in my research, I got a little distracted by some other things, which I'm going to talk yeah. about. I didn't think yeah. too much. I didn't get too much good info or research on exactly why 1948 is the year. Do you? Okay. Did you come across anything? No, I think I think that the big thing is that we, we see a, a change of it being used to mean venom, which that's that's important, right? That the origin of it is. Uh, like venomous substance or whatever. And actually I have um, on the online eto- etymology dictionary, it claims that the mm. ma- the main meaning, like uh, like the agent that causes the disease, right, that we just read, mm. um, is first recorded in 1728. So oh. it's actually like much later, right? That like it's, it's mainly reused for poison, for something that's foul, right? For something that's like slimy, right? Something that's like, animal semen <laughs> yep anyway yep. yeah or you know mainly poison right like or whatever um so when we move into it meaning like the agent that causes an infectious disease or, or talking about disease yeah um it's only 1720 but there still is a big jump there but i do think it's important to say that the first recorded instance of it was used to reference a venereal disease. Yes, yes, it was. Of course, in fact, dude, of course, it was. Of course, right. You to just backing up your previous statement about this, like being mm-hmm. sexual. Um, that reminds me of some things, some little tidbits I wanted to mention. Right, I was yeah. looking at that entry too. I like ed- etymology online. It's a great site. Um, yeah, yeah. Among their entries on the word virus, the noun, they do talk about the Latin as well. The this yeah. word viscum, which they talk about. Um, oh, yeah. And what's, do you see that? It says Latin viscum. And then it says, quote, this viscum meant sticky substance or bird lime. Have you ever heard of bird lime before? I mm-hmm. had to look it up. So if you look up bird lime, it mm-hmm. refers to this old school method of catching, trapping birds. It's basically a oh. glue trap that you make, I guess, if you oh. want a, a flying passerine bird that lands on a branch and you want to trap that thing. You know, yeah, you yeah. Make a little dinner out of him or whatever. Yep. And I, I read, I, this is one of the rabbit holes I went down. Apparently cultures <laughs> would have various ways back in the day of making bird lime for catching birds. One of them was to get some mistletoe, chew okay. it up in your mouth, and then spit it out and rub it in your hands. And it turns into yeah. this viscous substance. Substance. Yeah. You, you, you put it on your, on your tree branch and you catch birds that way. Isn't that weird? That is super weird. It's super weird. I love it. Words for dinner, man. I thought that was great. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm imagining you chewing mistletoe right now. And it's just it's it's like it's a weird it's a weird imagination that I'm having. It's right strange. Now, Have you I ever like done it. that? Have you ever accidentally just, just swallowed a mouthful of a mistletoe by accident? It's the holidays. <laughs> You're You've feeling been festive. Drinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> you lift the mistletoe above your love. Yeah, accidentally. And then you're just like, hey, and you just drop it right into your mouth. And you just start chewing. You just and accidentally like, dump five fistfuls of mistletoe into your face. Listen. Chew it. Oh, God. Ugh, After I'm done with this. Oh, no. I'm going to rub it in my hands. Look. Oh, rub it in my hands. And then I'm tactile. Put it. I'm going to put it where you're going to be. Oh, God. Catch ya. I'm going to catch ya. It's the worst. It's you know? so, it sounds it sounds like <laughs> all of us have a friend who would mm-hmm. say that to somebody. Sure. They're like, oh, man, this yeah. girl is going to think or this guy is going to think mm-hmm. that this is hilarious. Yeah. I'm going to chew this mistletoe. I'm going to rub it in my hands. Ew. And I'm going to stick them with it. <laughs> And they're gonna they're gonna fall in love with me. Yeah, and we're gonna run off into the sunset. Yeah, sure. To like, to like that song at the at the end of uh, uh, what's the show where they're all stuck in detention? The movie where they're all stuck in detention. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. So we're gonna <laughs> run away into the distance wow. with the song at the end of Breakfast Club playing. Oh my god. Yeah, we all have that friend who thinks that, but really, it's like a super creepy, awkward thing. You know, you're just oh, like, yeah. hold on, stay there. Yeah. Oh, man. Stay. Ew. stay. Ew. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. All right. God. What are you doing? Nothing. Wait. It's going to be funny. It's going to be funny. You know, everybody knows some somebody who's just too weird, man. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a person mm-hmm. in their lives, right? Yeah. You, who, yep. Just take a moment and think for yourself, who's your mistletoe chewer? Everybody's got mm-hmm. one. Or are you the mistletoe oh, chewer? If you can't think of somebody, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> because because I think that for me, Max is the mistletoe yeah, chewer. Yeah, yeah. And for Max, I'm the mistletoe <laughs> yeah, <exactly. chewer. laughs> And then we sat down we were like, you know what would be a good idea? Combine if we just forces. talked into microphones God. and talked about words for oh, hours man. on end. Everybody's like... Late just... into the night. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> So beyond mistletoe, sure, good times. And what's it called? Bird lime. Yeah, bird bird lime. Bird lime so next time you know yes, you sir. and you were sitting down, sitting down with your significant other, and you're ready to just, just you know, share something intimate with her, bird mm-hmm. lime. Take it from yeah. me. All right, there you go. All right, so, <laughs> 1948. <laughs> next time, next time on dating with words for dinner. <laughs> We, t- we talk about how you shouldn't offer candy to strangers at bars. <laughs> Bird lime. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, they define they define viral. The Oxford Oxford yeah. English Dictionary defines viral the adjective as of the nature of caused by or pertaining to a virus or viruses. Well, yep, yep, yep. thanks Sherlock. Uh, Nineteen forty eight. So the first entry. It's a bland ass manual. It's from the yeah, Diagnostic Procedures for Virus and Rickettsial Diseases, published by the American Public Health Association. So it's a government t- group. So, so let me say this, right? Because I, again, since you know, since a little bit ago, I've been bringing in Merriam-Webster as well, right? Mm. Because I think they, you know, they're mm-hmm. important. They have the first known use of the word viral mm-hmm. to be 1937. Really. I cannot, hmm. cannot, for the life of me, find the the quote. Like I can't, I can't find it. Like usually, there's like something kind of mm. related in in like either OED or somewhere else online where there's like a quote, like you know that I can find it somewhere else. Nope, can't effing find. That's a little it. suspect, isn't it? It gives an, a year without any evidence. 
So what I what okay, so this is what Merriam Webster is a company mm. that is for profit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think OED might be too, to be completely yeah, honest. Sure, but I think sure. OED makes a lot of money by having uh, universities and other places like pay for their access to their online database, mm-hmm. right? And you and I, like, you know, get that through back doors, basically, you know, we or do. whatever, however we can. We cheat um, is what we do. Yeah, yeah, we cheat. Mm. But, like, like Merriam-Webster are fine. Like, they don't have all the information because, like, they want you to buy their books or they want you, which I, I didn't realize until today you could do, is that you could get the Merriam-Webster unabridged mm-hmm. um, online, Right, and I'm sure you have to pay for it, but like, mm. I don't know. Let me click it. Let me see if you have to actually pay for it. Mm. Join, join us and get all the words. Oh, all the That's words. Actually, That's so great. funny. But okay, so there's a 14 day free trial, but like an annual, yeah. an annual trial or an annual subscription is only 30 bucks. It's actually not that bad. Um, but like, but still, it's, you know, I. I like you can get all the usage notes then with that too, which are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could actually get like access to those, but like I was just frustrated because I'm like I don't want to pay money. We don't make money off this podcast, you know no. what I mean? So like I, there's only so much money that I'm willing to put into something that like I love, right? Yeah. Which is way too much, right? Yeah. Like to be honest, it's way too much money that I yeah. put into something I love. Sure. But still, it's like I I draw the line. At thirty dollars, yeah. <laughs> try. It. I don't know. I don't know. But I tried to. You know, I tried we get to emotional currency from this, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, right? But I just wanted to bring up that. Yeah, Merriam Webster says nineteen thirty seven. Merriam, get your to get it. All right, so. or at least give more information for free. Yeah, I think. Uh, do you ever just Google? Uh, just Google it. Like I sometimes, like I will put in definition and then word, and like that doesn't give me too many new things, but. Um, it, it does. It is interesting. They have a. If you do that for this word viral, they'll they show you a yeah. a graph over time. And oh um, yeah, cool. Sure enough, like it's a flat line at the bottom from all the way up to 1950ish or about or probably 1948, mm-hmm. and then it just goes straight up, shoots up, and and over the last 50 years or so, it just goes real real high up, and and it sort of actually mm-hmm. dips down a little bit around 2005, 2008, which is interesting. Might have peaked around 2006, 2008, um, yeah. according to this Google graph. But uh, I just thought that was interesting. Um, anyway, so back to the OED. Uh, mm. Viral. Yep. Yeah. There's a, so this, this diagnostic procedures for virus and, and rickettsial diseases, they say viral agents belonging to the cytokosis group. Now, er, I was just going to breeze over this, right? Because it yeah. just seems like another word from like a biological science textbook or whatever. What? Who cares, right? But I, yeah. I, I always, I, I've historically been more interested in the first entry that we have yeah. under a word. Yeah, that's true. This being the yeah. first entry, I spent a little bit more time thinking about it. I was like, what the hell yeah. is cytokosis? All right, what's this? Cytokosis group? What is that? Is that just a disease? Sure. But I was like, what yeah. kind of disease? I clicked on it. Guess what? <laughs> we were just talking about bird Lyme, right? Yeah. So bird disease that's transferable to human beings. Not only that, oh you know what kind of bird disease? What? Bird chlamydia. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You didn't think we'd get this gross today, did you? Dude, I sometimes I feel like <laughs> there's just a there's a person behind the door, right? <laughs> Who's just like, you know what? Yeah. 
I I got viral. Yeah. I picked the I picked this word. I got to update it. Sure. It's it's you know what this was this entry was was updated uh, in 1986, yeah. right? Yeah. For viral. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, I got this word. It's like 1982, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> Let's make everything kind of sexual. <laughs> But, yeah. like, sneakily so. Yeah, yeah, like undercover. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to dig to know how sexy it is. That's the thing. But so, all right, so the last thing about that. Jesus. Psittacosis, bird mm-hmm. chlamydia, but then when we catch it, it manifests as pneumonia. Oh. So think to yourself, have you had pneumonia in the past? It could be bird chlamydia, buddy. Wow. Just chew on that for a little while. I didn't want to chew on that. Yeah, now you do. I didn't want to chew on the mistletoe. I don't want to chew on that. Now that you do. No. <laughs> I do not want to chew on Enjoy. it. Enjoy. All right. So moving on. Jesus. So uh, we're still on the medical term, right? So, so far, yeah. well, you know, this is only three hours into the episode. You're already like, when the hell are you guys going to get to the good <laughs> shit? All right. So let's look at that. It's now. It's right it's now. Right for- <laughs> All right. Draft editions. This is something you don't always see in the OED. You scroll yeah, yeah. down. And there's draft editions. This first one's from January 2005. Another one, June, June 2006. But yep. So this is the one we're concerned with. Chiefly marketing, they say, of mm-hmm. designating or involving the rapid spread of information, especially about a product or service, amongst customers by word of mouth, email, etc., to go viral, yeah. to propagate in such a manner as to be spread widely and rapidly. Recorded yep. earliest and viral marketing. And so this is a originally a marketing term. Yeah. And what's crazy about this is the first entry is from 1989 from mm-hmm. a, I believe it's a magazine called PC User, like private yeah. computer. Personal. Personal. Computer. <laughs> private computer. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. That might be a pop soda thing. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so this is, the, this is the sentence that, uh, this is the first entry, right? And it's, it's just kind of interesting. It says, Quote, the staff almost unanimously voted with their feet as long as long waiting lists developed for use of the Macintoshes. It's a, it, quote, it's, this is, I guess, uh, somebody speaking. It's viral marketing. You get one or two in and they spread throughout the company. So this is an article which seems to be about a business. And the, the employees of this business are, I actually looked more into this quote. I actually read more of it yeah. than is here. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was employees being offered the choice between um, Compaq computers mm-hmm. and Macs, or as they were known originally, Macintoshes, right? And yeah. they were all just going to the Mac. Everybody loved the Mac, right? Yeah, yeah. And this this guy who was probably employed by the company called it Viral Mart. So there's a guy who's probably still alive. It's only 1989, right? He could still be yeah. around. There's this person walking around. This just reminded me of Poindexter, man. You remember there was an Emmett Poindexter just walking around yeah. at one point? It's like, what the hell? Yeah. So this dude used this phrase viral marketing in 1989. Next okay. thing you know, boom, it's like a part of the lexicon. I love it. And I bet I bet it had like all these things, right? They probably existed within like within that community beforehand. Because we do know, and I don't know if you were going to mention this, were you going to talk about the first time the word virus was used uh, to uh, in relationship to computers? Were you going to oh, talk about that? Oh, yeah, no, I noticed it, but not really, no. Oh, man. Okay, so I think this is a good time, yeah. right? But the, the first time that that's used is uh, 1972, right? Mm-hmm. So 1972 is the first time the word virus was used to talk about a computer program 
that like spread to other computers. Mm. Yeah. And it was right in a sci-fi novel. Of course. Get out right? of here. I love it. Do you know the name? Yeah. It's a science fiction novel called When Harley Was One by a guy named David uh, Gerald. You ever read that before? Gerald. No. It's old. It's a 1972 book, right? Um, so <clears throat> my science fiction reading is more contemporary, to be honest, right? And also all over the place. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's a 1972 book. Right, which I had read somewhere else that it's a, it's actually like a, a collection of like short stories that this guy wrote. Yeah. But like he retooled them, so like he took all these stories and then like recreated it to be a novel, right? Um, and it's about a robot named Harley. Okay. Right, who is questioning whether or not they're human. I mean, a pretty straightforward sci-fi plot i guess right um but uh they use the word uh do you remember the virus program and virus was all capital right vaguely wasn't it some kind of computer disease or malfunction disease is closer right you have a Mm. computer with an auto dial phone link the virus program that injects itself into a new computer so you know it's Mm. it, it was very much used as this you know like a disease that would travel from one computer to the next mm Mm-hmm. And then how like the virus then injected itself right into these different programs, okay. and that's kind of cool. So like it's used, it's used in all caps in a pretty similar way to when we like how we use it now. So 1972, yeah. like that's that's there, and actually somewhere else I had read, and I'm not, I wish that like I could find it right now, um, but uh, somewhere else I read I read that it's not the first virus like. Uh, description of a virus um the first virus was actually by a um a ninth grader and it was spread via mcintoshes in 1981 or 1971 or 81 whatever it was right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it was through uh floppy disks that were inserted oh i remember do you remember those floppies Floppy discs wow it's been a while since i thought about those but i think it's interesting that I think there's a lot of words in, in that science takes from science fiction or a lot of like phrases yeah. or whatever. And I think it's cool that this is one of them, um, that virus is used in that way. And of course it starts as a metaphor. Yeah. So it makes sense that a writer would do it first. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This does sound sort of vaguely Philip K. Dickian, mm-hmm. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. And supposedly like, I mean, I don't know how, uh, how much it was like used then, right? Or how good the book mm, is, or mm. anything like that. So, like, I don't know, but no. I think it's interesting because yeah. then, uh, shortly after, I mean, ten years after, uh, you get a, another big moment of the word virus in actually a comic. Yet in the Uncanny mm. X Men uh, issue one fifty eight, and it has a oh, mention, really? yeah, it has a mention of a virus program. Um, which is cool. Oh, I, I love it, man. Uh, and that's really yeah. interesting. So I think it was um, the first one. Was, what was it called? The Elk Cloner. Ooh. Yeah, and really? it, and it's like super not. It's not like really dangerous, right? Uh, so the Elk Cloner written for Apple, which is great. That it's like 
the Macintosh is the first one, uh, first computer. Because don't they like pride themselves on like not having as many viruses because not as many people use it or whatever? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. So it, it cloned it, the L cloner infected the floppy disks, and it counted the number of times that uh, the oh the disk had been used, and every okay. when it was used the fiftieth time, the screen would go blank. And the following poem would appear. This is the first time I'm, I'm finding this, so we're all experiencing this together. Um, the poem, sure, the sure. poem would read, Elk Cloner, the program with a personality. It will get on all your discs. <laughs> it will infiltrate your chips. Yes, it's Cloner. It will stick to you like glue. <laughs> it will modify RAM too. Send in the Cloner. Whoa. This is, dude, we are deep right yeah. now. We're in some deep place. So, I, I, but like that's going on. So, I think like it's important that the word virus and viral are very close. And I think the word viral is, you know, again, what we're focusing on. But that virus was being used before, uh, what was it, 1989, where the first use of the idea of like viral marketing, right? This kind of spread. Mm. That virus was already being used mm-hmm. as something that spread via computers and it would be fast and it would. Uh, be efficient and it would like grow right as well and mm-hmm. so like elk cloner mm-hmm. somewhere somewhere else i read uh said um that people were still finding the elk cloner uh virus on their computers 10 years after it was created really yeah so like it would because it infected floppy disks and you didn't know it infected your floppy disk until like the 50th time right that you used that floppy disk like it would just just like appear and people would be like what the fuck yeah you know what um this reminds me this is just uh it's kind of a tangent dude but like it's funny that you mentioned floppies you being used as a way of transmitting computer yeah. viruses because they were totally yeah that's totally how it used to yeah. it used to happen and that was prior to the yeah. internet really so but now we think of viruses as primarily spread through the internet which makes a lot of sense but even now i think the more the more malignant dangerous complicated yeah. viruses you get are actually still um transmitted via like let's say usb flash yeah. drive right like like hardware yeah and that's in fact how I forget. Um, I don't know if you remember the name of it. Do you remember the uh, basically the cyber the 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 cyber bug the United States created with Israel and used to destroy the Iranian cyclotrons, the uh, the um, nuclear facilities. Oh. Um, yeah, it was like apparently I read all about this at one point because it was so yeah. fascinating. It's like this like modern true like spy yeah. story, right? But like they basically got some spies infiltrated Iran and plugged a USB into a computer somewhere where it was like in a top secret government facility. And that's how this cyber bug got into it. And it like actually physically destroyed some of the equipment there. Damn. It delayed the nuclear program by like a couple oh, of years. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. I am learning. Th- you know I'm learning that? things. Yeah. Damn. Oh, it's cool, man. But anyway, so like that's, that is sort of a tangent. I just think that's cool. I just think it's fascinating. No, I cool. think that's super fascinating. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Right. But I, the main thing I wanted to comment back to the yeah. word, right? The main thing I wanted to comment on is like what you were pointing out is fascinating because it shows how this word is stacking. Yeah. So like, sort of like a, a lot of words do. Like you get your original sense and then yeah. a new sense and then another. So we got virus, 
virus being used like just in a medical sense, and that's been around since for hundreds yeah. of years. And then 1948, you got this new viral thing as an adjective, it comes around. And then you got virus coming back again in the 70s in terms of this new technology, the computer. Yeah. And then viral returns and comes back to the fore in that mm-hmm. sense. So like they're playing off of yeah. each other. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, I think it is cool. I also think what's interesting, um, and I'm not sure if you were gearing up to talk about this, but is the is the change in connotation in the word, right? Where it starts Mm. with the connotation is exclusively negative until Mm. it moves to being part of like marketing or Mm -hmm. you know the the spreading of ideas. Yeah. And yeah, true. And I think that's I think it's fascinating because I think that there yeah. is a lot that when computers and internet become part of everyday life that there's a mm. lot of reclamation of certain words or redefinition of words and or reconnotation whatever phrase you know you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. where here mm. when, when it comes to like marketing or even um yeah, I guess mar- marketing is the main one, or like like viral marketing, or like something being viral on the internet. It's not necessarily negative. I mean, there are there are no. some negative connotations because the word, the word. I mean, like the next mm. thing underneath what you talked about on OED, where the draft editions, yeah. the one from June twenty two thousand six, is super negative, yeah. right? I mean, it's viral mm. load, which I mean, if. You've been following this from the beginning. Sounds really dirty and terrible. It does. (laughs) It's actually like it's it's actually like a really terrible. It has to do with HIV infection, right? It's the amount of virus that's in a sample, um, and it's an indication of the activity of the of an HIV infection. So, I mean, the the, you know a new definition uh, in 1968 of the word like viral load to mean something very specific is negative again. Very medical. Yeah, negative again, and so. Mm The fact that like marketing and common usage of the word, I guess, um, takes on the idea of viral um, in a new way and reach and changes the connotation, specifically yeah. the connotation of the word to be at least indifferent, often po- mm-hmm. positive, but sometimes mm-hmm. just in, in, indifferent. Yeah, and I, I do agree with that. That's really cool. And, like, I think that when when you have a word that's scientific in nature, sometimes, you know, by, that's the nature of science. Yeah. They want things to be objective and impartial. Sure. So it, it makes sense for it to, like, be sort of screened, have some of that some of that emotional content removed yeah. from it. That makes sense. And, and like, I, I hear what you're saying about connotation, too. Like, I just, I'm looking at the same section mm-hmm. you are and, like, viral marketing, right? You were talking about the, var- the marketing sense where it's redefining yeah. it again. I think if we look farther down, there's another um, context sentence from 2001. So we remember that 1989 is when viral marketing comes around as a yeah. phrase. 2001, which is only you know 12 years yeah. later, there's another sentence that shows very clearly how this term has become positive. Yeah. And this is a this is a ter- this is a context sentence from um, Faith Popcorn. This is a person whose last name is actually mm-hmm. Popcorn. And Adam Hanft. Uh, their dictionary of the future, the words, terms, and trends that define the way we'll live and talk. First edition from 2001. So this is going to be funny because it's already kind of dated. Yeah. The sentence says, another kind of viral marketing is when an application is so cool, a game, for example, 
that you can't resist emailing it to your entire address book. <laughs> yeah, sure. No such thing as Facebook. No such thing as you know, smartphones. Yeah, right. Email that thing to your whole dress book. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, yes. Michael, we've covered a lot we, of ground. We have covered quite a bit of ground. I, you got me thinking right now. Like I'm stewing. You know, that's. I think yeah. that's the best for me. Is it when we leave. You know, when we get towards the end, is am I, mm. am I going to leave this conversation continuing to think of the word? Right, and I think I think yeah, those are the good ones. But go ahead. Yeah, no, like I I hope so, dude. I hope and and if 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 our listeners are not quite at that point yet, if they're like sitting at home and they're saying to themselves, ah, oh, man, you know, like I've heard a lot of gross stuff today. <laughs> I'm a little weirded out. I don't know if this one's sticking yeah. with me. You know what? We got more for you. There's a li- there's one more thing yeah. I got for you. I'm gonna make one more case here okay. for you. Let this word. Stew in mm-hmm. your brain a little bit more. I'm going to take it in okay, a weird direction. Good, good. You ready I for this? have never been so excited. Okay, okay. Put your put your um, put your happy hat on. I'm about to take this to the realm of literature. Mm. Okay. Um, and actually, you're gonna. I think this is right up your alley, man. Because like this is a this is a. Uh, I don't know what's the best word to put it. It's sort of like a. Uh, unorthodox way of looking at okay. this and it's it's definitely a rabbit hole it's definitely a rabbit hole nice. i went down but i think it, it's fruitful yeah. to think about so i'm gonna take you to a blog right no it's not ray comfort it's a different blog i found a new blog it's called language log okay it is entirely text this person who this author had no interest in dressing this up with images yeah. whatsoever he's sticking to the facts man uh, from what i can tell his name is um lieberman mark lieberman he wrote this blog post on September 4th in 2007. Mm. It's a little while ago. But it is exactly on topic, oh, what we're talking about. In, in fact, it's, it, and the reason I like it is because we've covered all, all this, this uh, information so far, but we still have yet to cover exactly why viral marketing just became viral in, terms of, in the modern sense in terms of ideas spreading rapidly. Okay, okay. Right. We did talk about it very briefly at the yeah. beginning, but this comes back to that. And that's really why I chose this word to begin with. So I thought it'd be cool yeah. to look at. I won't read to you this whole blog post, although it's yeah. fascinating. But he basically covers the same ground we yeah. just covered. It's like viral this, viral that, venom, infectious disease, mm-hmm. right? The medical sense. You can see him. He quotes. He's quoted some of the quotes we've mm-hmm. quoted. Triple quote, triple threat. <laughs> I love um, and he, this is where it gets cool. He says, Lieberman says, why? Now he's talking about using it as a metaphor, right? Viral as a metaphor. Yeah. You've heard people laughing. They're being infectious laughter. You heard this? Yeah. This is a term. This is a, you know, it's used as an adjective in that way. It's not too weird to say that this person has an infectious laugh. It spreads through the room. Yeah. Right. So he says, why co-opt viral? rather than plain old infectious or contagious, which has been used in a similar way for a okay. long time. If you're going to take another word, why not bacterial or fungal or microbial? So he's doing this analysis thing that we've, that we've yeah. done before. You know, take a, take a synonym and say, why not yeah. that synonym? I think, it's a, I think it's an interesting way to approach okay. it. So this is what he says, and this is where it gets yeah. crazy. <laughs> I'm really interested. I'm okay. excited. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, Limerick says, I speculate, Limerick says, that the use of terms like viral marketing in the late 80s may have been influenced by Laurie Anderson's popular 1986 performance piece, Language is a Virus, in which the phrase language is a virus from outer space attributed to William Burroughs is projected behind her. Okay. Now, we both watched a little bit of Laurie Anderson's work. Yeah. Laurie Anderson, as you know, is an artist. She is actually a really interesting person, dude. Yeah. Do you know much about no, her? No, you were telling me a little bit. Yeah. She is not just a musician. She is also a sculptor. She is a children's author. She is a uh, performance artist. She's just all over the place, man. She's a super artsy person. And and she was hooked up and in the scene because she eventually, she knew Lou Reed for many yeah. years, and she eventually married him. She married Lou Reed, and she was his wife when he died. Oh, okay. Um. I believe 2013. Anyway, so that's a brief overview of, of Laurie Anderson. She's just she's totally worth looking up. But she had she was popular in the 80s. She had these these ex- very much experimental. She's like a um, she was a real innovator and uh, pioneer of the experimental yeah. music. And if you listen to her, some of her famous uh, music, go on YouTube and just watch Laurie Anderson shit. It will blow oh, your mind. It is oh, weird. Oh, Superman man. got me a little feeling a little something. How did it make you I feel? <laughs> I definitely, I, I listened to it. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, this is a little weird. You know, I'm, I, yeah. but like when I was listening to Language is a Virus, I was like, this is not my cup of tea, but I can understand how somebody yeah. would be into it. Right. Um, sure. Also too, sure. like she's got like a tie. She's doing these weird dances, mm-hmm. like being super weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that I'm mm-hmm. into. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. you know, the song was like, oh, whatever. Oh, Superman, I liked a little bit yeah. more. But uh, also, it freaked me out mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. was number two on pop charts. Like, that was, like, yeah. top 40. And you're and you yeah, her listen so, to right. it, and you're like, oh, whoa, okay, all right. Whoa, how could this possibly be that popular, right? Yeah, in the UK, it was number two in the year 1981 on the pop charts. Um, oh, Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, really weird song. Just, I mean, she's an artist, man. Like, that's the thing. This is not a pop artist, so it's kind of crazy that her song was on the pop charts. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, so I find that to be a compelling theory. Yeah. I have no reason to, ha- to doubt it. It's pretty cool idea. It, the time period does match up. 1986 is when that Laurie Anderson piece yeah. came out. Language is a virus. But it's, this is, this just shows how these things echo one another because this is really, she isn't the one who came up with that phrase, language is a virus from yeah. outer space. It's from an author named yeah. William Burroughs, who's arguably even crazier than Laurie Anderson is. He is a crazy mofo. I don't know much about him, but I feel like I should know more. Dude. So I'm excited I, for you to I, tell I, me more. Okay. Naked Lunch. You heard about that yeah, book? That's, I think that's the big one that I've heard about. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. I tried to yeah. read it. I got to say, I couldn't get through it. Oh, really? It's, it's like very much steeped. It's almost, it reminds me a little bit of Clockwork Orange, I got to say. It's like almost junky slang yeah. from the 50s. It's almost a kind of unintelligible. Interesting. And it's one of many books. This is a prolific yeah. author. This guy wrote so much, which is incredible because I find him to be often unreadable. Uh, uh, now, yeah. some of those people out there in our audience are like, I love William Burroughs, yeah. you bastard. And it's like, hey, fine. You know what? Write us an email. Tell us why he's great. Yeah. Um, he's definitely influential, no doubt about it. So <laughs> this blog post, I'm bringing it full yeah. circle here, coming back, right? Lieberman is this guy uh, is making this point about Laurie Anderson. Yeah. And 
William Burroughs. And then he goes off and he sort of quotes William Burroughs in a number of long passages where he sort of says, look, William Burroughs has this idea, language is a virus. It does come from him. And he doesn't, it's not a home run, but he definitely, he definitely makes a good point about um, the idea of, of a virus being applied to different things you wouldn't think of. And yeah. William Burroughs does that. Um, Huh. In some of his books here, like uh, and and Wikipedia backs up this claim. In particular, Burroughs has a trilogy of books called the Nova Trilogy, and there was just one novel called The Ticket That Exploded, which has a passage that is very much um, sort of about yeah. This, tell me, right? Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to read you a lot okay. of it, but what I will do is I will go to the Wikipedia page for this novel, The Ticket yeah. That Exploded, and I'll just give you a quick description of the yeah. plot, just so you can get a sense of what we're yeah. dealing with here, right? Okay. The ticket that exploded continues the, I guess it's part of yeah. a trilogy, right? Trilogy. Continues the adventures of Agent Lee in his mission to investigate and subvert the methods of mind control being used by the Nova Mob, a gang of intergalactic criminals intent on destroying yeah. Earth. There you go. So it's a sci-fi book. Kind of, yeah, I guess. Um, I guess I, I'm just going to bear with me, dude. Okay. I'm going to read one more. Th- this is just one quote from yeah, the book. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking and at the this... same thing as you right now. So I'm excited that you're reading it. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to? No, yeah, you should do I, it. Yeah, you tell should me do if, it. Okay. Cool. Okay. So this is from the book. Quote this, The basic Nova technique is very simple. Always create as many insoluble conflicts as possible and always aggravate existing conflicts. This is done by dumping on the same planet life forms with incompatible conditions of existence. There is, of course, nothing wrong about any given life form since wrong only has reference to conflicts with other life forms. The point is, these life forms should not be on the same planet. Their conditions of life are basically incompatible in present time form. And it is precisely the work of the Nova mob to see that they remain in present time form. Uh, to create and aggravate conflicts. Anyway, anyway, I'm done. I'm done with William Burroughs. But isn't that crazy, is. dude? Isn't this like just um, it's just a rabbit? Yeah, hole, but right? I think what's interesting about this is that William Burroughs is kind of a, is part of the beat genre. You know, like mm-hmm. he, you know the beat poets or whatever. So I mean, he's not a beat poet, right? But he's like part of that group. And so I think what's mm-hmm. important about this is that there there was like a huge like uh, the beat generation had a lot like that literature had a lot of influence on a lot of different parts of the world and like a lot of different parts of like the you know community you know like alan ginsburg i I know the best right but like when he would read the poem howl right there's like this famous story where he read it in south africa um and he read it to an or maybe it's not south africa i'm pretty sure it's south africa but like uh he read it to a a group of people who not everyone knew English, right? But everybody repeated the poem with him as he read it. They had memorized the poem Howl, right? And Howl is not a short poem. Like, it's long. So, yeah, so it was like an audience. You know how, like, at music venues, people sing the songs with the band. Yeah. It was like that, but with sure. a poem. And so like these people are rock stars. Jack Herrick was like a little bit of a rock star. And so I, I'm assuming William Burroughs, like mm-hmm. that there that's also part of it. Naked Lunch is still republished all the time. Um I, I'm looking yeah. at like a lot of the names of these other books, I guess Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I I wouldn't be surprised because the ticket that exploded, which that quote is supposedly from, right? That she uses, is it 1962? So we might mm-hmm. like that could be traced back, 
this idea mm-hmm. of language is a virus, a virus being mm-hmm. used metaphorically to mm-hmm. talk about the like dissemination of information. Yeah, that's right. interesting. And, and this blog post, it, it is, and like the blog post, I won't go into it, but it it sort of sits in this larger conversation about the transmission of ideas mm-hmm. as sort of viruses. Or, and it's sort of, it mentions Richard Dawkins, who's another famous sort of philosopher and, and, and I, just a author, and a, specifically a book of his called The Selfish Gene. And anyway, so yeah, he talks about um, cultural evolution as being a sort of thing that is passed on through natural selection in its own way, and it sort of catches and sticks if it's good and if it is effective, and if it isn't effective, it doesn't. And sort of like, so culture can be thought of that way. Um, and actually there's a whole field based on that called memetics. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to go into that too much cause it's a whole other thing. Honestly, it starts to touch on the word meme, which is a whole, we can't talk about yeah, meme yeah, right now, but <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, so much going on here. Well, man. I think, I think too, that like that idea is so I'm, I'm reading through what you're talking about, right? This book. So the book is you uses the cut up technique which is where you take something, you cut it up, and you rearrange it to create a new text. And so this book, along with The Soft Machine and Nova Express, are all like cut up using the same language. And so this book, it says in the Wikipedia article, it describes his idea of language as a virus and his philosophy of the cut-up technique. Uh, It features the cut-up technique being used by characters within the story. Um, and then it uh-huh. lays the groundwork for his ideas of social evolution through technology, which he then would talk about in the electronic revolution. And so that is really interesting. But yeah, man, yep. that's really inter. That's super fascinating because yeah, ah, oh, that's good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So man, I you know we've covered a lot yeah. of ground. I. I, that was the that was the main rabbit hole I wanted yeah. to go down with you. I'm happy you Dude, did. Thank you I'm for happy joining you me. Did. I have a game oh, for us. Stop. Stop it. Okay, tell me. Wait, yeah. wait. You ready? Okay, tell me. All right. Whew. Man, I'm almost I'm almost uh, I'm going to need like I'm going to need some electrolytes after this, man. We really like we really gave it 110%. Dude, I, I need to I need to drink at least 5 Gatorades. Yeah. And <laughs> one Powerade. One Powerade. <laughs> oh no. Jesus. I know. So many AIDS. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's late too, man. It's probably time for bed oh, after yeah, this, right? Totally. Oof. All right. So, okay. This is this is the game. It's uh, the, this is the famous game of all time forever, which we've played before. Um, this is yet a. This is another. Just it's just going to be a multiple choice okay, question I'm for excited. you. All right. Um, all right. This is the game. You must guess correctly. Here are your it's a f- four options for this multiple choice question. William Burroughs. Yes. The author of The Ticket That Exploded yep. and the possible originator of the idea uh, language is yes. a virus. Has a documented obsession with cats. Mm. He okay. loves cats. He thinks they're great. I'm going to read you four quotes, one of which does not belong to William okay. Burroughs. The other three okay. do. So you must identify the one that does not belong to William Burroughs. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. Ready? Here okay. quotes. Like all pure creatures, cats are practical. Okay. That's quote number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number two. I have loved a woman 
and I have eaten cat litter, and I know which one I prefer. <laughs> okay, okay. That's number two. Number three. My relationships with cats have saved me from a deadly pervasive ignorance. Okay, okay. <laughs> that is number three. And your last option, number four, a cat's rage is beautiful. <laughs> That's hard. You want me to give them? I'll give no, them to you. One well, more time at here. least, yeah. Okay, okay, fine. For the you want to hear any in particular? The, you want all of them? Uh, for the you know what? Just give me the first one again. Okay, the first one. Like all pure creatures, cats are practical. Dude, I don't know whether to go with the most insane one <laughs> or the most sane one. I gotta say, I think he. I think this was a person with mental illness, man. I, I really do. I think he had some serious paranoia problems that were. Um, not healthy, but uh, that's I'm a different stuck topic. Between the first one and the last one, I feel like the middle two right. are him. All right, the last one is a cat's rage is beautiful. All right, the first one. I'm gonna go with the first one is not William S. Burroughs. Like all pure creatures, cats yeah. are practical. All right. No, I'll give you one damn, more guess, dude. Damn, you get one more guess. It's not that one. He said, like all pure creatures, cats are practical. Okay. He said that. Okay, you got one more. You know, guess. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the cat litter one. Go, oh, that's it. He didn't it. say that. Who said that? No, he didn't say that. Nobody said Th- that. You made that up. Well, actually, Elizabeth made that up. But yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah. my god. You win, I man. Did. Yeah, you win. You win the game. Win the game. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking about viral a lot and virus. Yeah. And now uh-huh. I can't stop thinking of William S. Burroughs. It's, that is super interesting. Um, I, do, I know I, we need to end this episode because it's late, but like. What, how, 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 right. was Have, it not, how is that not something talked about more easily accessible online? That he used that. And, and. I don't also, know. too, I was going to say, how is that song, Language is a Virus, not talked about more? But I don't know. I should, All of that, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'll just leave it at this, dude. But I, this, I might be getting this wrong. Yeah. Please correct me if I'm wrong about this. But I think this is true. And it, it's, I think this is definitely a true story. It's either about William Burroughs or a different beat okay. author, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's him. You might be able to verify this. I've heard that he... He got married kind of young. I think he was, um, and you know, he was he was an old man yeah, when he yeah. passed away. So he had a long career after this. But he was married in his early twenties. He moved with his wife to Mexico, okay. and they were both, let's say, they liked some drugs. Yeah. They were on some psychedelics. Yeah. They were on a lot of different drugs, and they were not maybe thinking that yeah. clearly. They decided one day to play this game, the William Tell game. Okay. And she agreed to put an apple on her head. And let her husband try to shoot it off. Oh, my God. And uh, he tried. And missed. And killed her. Oh, my God. That is a story that I have yet to verify, but um, I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, So I'll leave you with that. Uh, Real pick me up at the end of the episode. Oh, my God. You're right. I mean, according to Wikipedia, you're right. Yeah, Wikipedia says yeah, I'm right. Must then, I'm definitely right. Course, yeah, supposedly they were. Oh, they were common law married. They weren't actually married. Okay. But in '51, right. supposedly he shot her in the head. Oh my god! Yep. Yeah, isn't that horrible? The vintage the news thing? 
reported that it says. Supposedly in 2014, yeah. there was a bio on Burroughs that said that, yes, in Mexico City, he did kill uh, Joan Volmer. Let's give her a name. Let's, you know, tell her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yikes, right? Oh, and she was a poet. She was that? a poet, too. Oh, man. Yeah. How about them apples, huh? Eee. Too much? Dude, <laughs> that's really crazy, too, because, like, well, now, like, oh, yeah, that was that was a bad rabbit hole. You were, you were like, mm-hmm. look up this really interesting tidbit. I was like, yeah, you know no, what? I it should. is late. I... I can't look up this really interesting tidbit. Ugh. I actually was thinking maybe I shouldn't share that with the audience because it's so damn grim. Is... It's just the darkest shit grim. in the world. Ooh. Yeah. Well, speaking of grim, mm. you can tweet us <laughs> <laughs> at words for dinner. That's words the number four dinner. And tell That's us right. all about your William S. Burroughs interactions. Uh, or you can email us at wfdpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to tell your friends about all the places that you can find us. Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean. Tell them. Tell all your friends. Tell your friends, friends. Do, download it from the mothership. Specifically, tell your parents because that seems to be yeah, our demographic. Like it's people's parents, parents. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does go seem for to it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We're more than happy to have have them yeah. in our uh, listener circle. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start. We're gonna start a legacy listener circles, listener circle club in which uh, donors only must uh, are only expected to provide ten uh, percent of their total net worth to the uh, to the podcast. <laughs> So basically, um, we're going to become a... You could be the first one to join. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, man. Uh, yeah. So... Anyway, yeah. you you covered the best ways yeah. to support us, so I'm fine yeah, with so that. Yeah, so this uh, episode was brought to you by Exhaustion and Weird Stories. Yeah. This episode was also brought to you by Washing Your Hands Compulsively. It's a good it way to be. It's a good way to be. I'm not going to lie. I do not judge people who wash their hands a lot. I know that it can be no. a very serious thing, right? And I, you know, I'm not trying to like downplay that, but I get it. Mm. I wa- like I often wash my hands. I yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. man. 100%. People who don't wash their hands freak me out. Just saying. Yeah, I you got to at least a bare minimum of like once a day, it, maybe twice. This is how you know you've become old. When washing mm. your hands is something that you end a podcast about. Where you're like, "Please God, yeah. after this go wash <laughs> your hands." Because I cannot deal with thinking that someone listened to this and then didn't wash their hands afterwards. I feel the same, man. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, And until next time, Max salutes. Sayonara. Goodbye.